let's do this. It's your boy Jerry G from HP. It's not my weekend podcast, episode 59. And uh, it's Tuesday night. It's August 17th. About it's around 8:30 right now. Dog, just taking a little break for the Dodger game. They're tied 2-2. And you know, I just gotta take a little break, fool. I'm gonna do a quick 20-25 right now. And then come back and finish it off maybe after the Dodger game ends. But it's because these guys are frustrating, dog. So many men left on base, bro. And it's, oh, this has been, this one's been a difficult year, dude, for sure. Especially with the Giants in first place most of the year. It's been weird, dog. It's been super weird. We didn't expect this from the Giants. You know, their their general manager, Farhan Alcida, whatever the hell, whatever. The guy, he came from the Dodgers. He was the assistant general manager to our fucking general manager. He's good, bro. What I'm trying to say, he's good. And I knew he was going to turn that team around. I didn't think it was going to happen this quick. But he's good, man. He was a secret to our success, man. He was doing a lot of the movements behind the scenes. And, uh, yeah, it's showing now, fool, for the Giants quick, dog. So, basically, he's using the same recipe, the same ingredients he used in L.A. to build a foundation here back in, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. He's doing it there, and he's doing a great job, bro. I can't hate on that. I was really upset. When he went to the Giants, dog, I was like, uh-oh. That's not good. That fool's good. He's, he came from Tampa, I believe, as well. Did a great job over there. Came to L.A., did a great job over here. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, anyways. Anyways, I'm, I'm getting myself upset here. The Dodgers are tied 2-2 against the Pirates right now, but it's bullshit. Gavin Lux is back. Wee-hee! Right? Fucking shit up. Already with two errors. And horrible at bat. Um, I don't know what to tell you about that guy, bro. I don't know why they didn't trade him. I have no I don't know why they didn't trade him in a trading deadline. Things are awkward now with this guy. They don't know where to put him. He has no place in second base. He has no place in shortstop. He has no place in the outfield. He has no place in third base. He's just filling in for a day off for Justin Turner. Why didn't they get rid of this guy? Why? They could have bamboozled, bamboozled somebody and got a really good prospect or a really good relief pitcher. Dude, a really good bench player. I don't know, dog. I don't know. A really good uh, a starter from a team, you know, on, on number three or number two from somebody else. I, they, I don't know what happened, dog. I, maybe, maybe the word is out that he's not all that. But he looks like a great player. He acts like a great player. To the naked eye, you would be like, to a sucker-ass general manager, and there's plenty of them out there. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. He's great trade baits, what I'm trying to tell you. Great trade bait. And he, I was surprised that he was still a Dodger after the deadline. I was very surprised. I mean, they could have shipped him to the Nationals in the Trey Turner, uh, the Trey Turner and Max Scherzer deal. Instead of, you know, sending him and Keebler Reese, and maybe we could have kept the, the Joshua Gray, fool. I don't know. Who knows? Yo que se, ¿verdad? Yo que se, wey. Apenas aprendí a hablar inglés, wey. Oh, my God. Anyways, kids are back in school. Been up since 6.30 in the morning, getting these fools ready and fed and all that shit. Playing Mr. Mom. Oh, my goodness, bro. Oh, my God. I am like... Yeah, I'm like that guy from The Incredibles, that superhero, the dad. You know, that he's a superhero at night and a chump-ass dad at home. 
hating life from a, in a cubicle or whatever, you know, you go, you know, incredible shit. I, I feel like that guy, you know, I feel like I have a superpower that I can only show off at night, which is stand up comedy. And then I'm not allowed to go out every night. There's no crimes every night. You know, there's rarely every, you know, there's not many crimes going on right now. So I'm not going up as much right now, fool. But with that said, by the time this drops, I will be at San Jose Improv. I'm going to be with Jingle Bling, dog. It's going to be a great time. We all had a great time with that fool in Ontario, dog. Um, and we're doing it again, San Jose Improv, fool. I'll be there with him just one night. Get your tickets if you have it. And if you didn't know, I'll be there. I believe there's still a few tickets available. Um, yeah, San Jose Improv. I love San Jose Improv. It's one of my favorite clubs. Dog. That's the first club. That's the first uh, 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 out-of-town gig. That's the, that's the first road gig I ever did. San Jose Improv. Um, with Jeff Garcia, fool. I had just started with Jeff. I I think I had just done like only Brea Improv with him. Uh, and then just local spots here. And then it came up. And he's like, hey, man, going on the road. San Jose Improv this weekend or next weekend, whatever the hell. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down, I'm down. Man, I was so excited, bro. I was so excited. I was like two years in the game. Maybe three, two and a half. But I, it was like 2011, fool. I started in 2009. And, uh. Rookie as fuck, bro. Rookie as shit. I was hosting. I had like ten minutes, but I went in there and, they, and when you when you go for the first time, fool, you're pretty like blown away by the place because it's an old theater turned comedy club and it's beautiful, beautiful huge stage, and the like the seating is like a like a theater, not like a theater, but like there's like round tables, like an old school feel and. I don't know, it was beautiful. Then they tell you that Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin performed there and Houdini and all these famous people that were there from in the 50s and 60s and you're just like, fuck, dog, that's sucking dope, fool. And then you're on that stage and the green room's like in the second floor, so you got to go downstairs into the backstage area, dude. It's, it's this place where, I don't know, you feel like magic happens and it's haunted, of course. And it's just an old building, but well kept. I'm, you know, it's beautiful, dog. It's like feel like you're walking into the Titanic showroom, where fucking Jack Dawson is waiting for his Jack, yeah, Jack Dawson or whatever is waiting for the chick to come down the stairs. Feels like one of those places, dog. And uh, very elegant, you know. And uh, I was there all weekend. You know, I got laid for the first time on the road. I remember I, was, I hooked. I didn't get. I, I got laid by a, a a fan, but I also was hooking up that same weekend. I was hooking up with a with a wait staff, and you know that's something I rarely ever do. I've only hooked up with like maybe two or three wait staff ever in all my years of comedy, which is now twelve and t- thousands of shows. I've only hooked up with the wait staff. I think twice maybe three and it's funny because that was my first road gig and i hooked up with the wait staff for uh we just made out uh, that's all we did we just made out a lot of flirting all weekend you know um well we were there thursday friday saturday and sunday so by saturday we were like vibing bro hard and uh, the problem was that her brother also worked there so she was like young she was like 20 21 you know i was like at the time i was like i don't know 29 30 
she was a young chick. She was a young chick, fool. And her brother was working there. He was like, you know, mid-20s or shit. And at first he was all cool and shit, but then he realized that we're really vibing and really spending a lot of time. She was, you know, hanging out a lot. And so he did give me the old, hey, man, whatever you're thinking of doing my, with my sister, it's not going to happen. He was protecting his sister, and I get it. I wasn't even mad at that. So I, I did put my guard down a little bit more after that, but I did want at least the kids because at that time when he told me that, I hadn't even, we hadn't even kids. But we're, like, flirting the whole weekend, you know, talk. I, I, was my, I, was my, I had game back there, bro. Fool, I didn't have a, I don't have game like that no more, fool. But I, I had confidence, fool. I was like, you know, I was new to comedy, new to shows, you know. And um, so I was confident, fool. And but when I'm trying to say I had game, fool. And she was feeling me, bro. She was vibing with me hard. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's how the way we, after every show, we would go to a bar across the street, Tres Gringos or something, Dos Gringos or something. It's still there. It's right across the street of the club. And that's like our hangout spot afterwards. And uh, obviously, we would always invite her. She would always come. And with the brother as well. So the first night, they both came. And it was like, the brother was like, oh, cool, dope, hanging out with Jeff Garcia, you know. Second night, they came out again. That's when he told me that Friday night. Like, hey, man, I see you guys are talking a lot, hanging out a lot. You know, she, she seems to like like you and shit. But, you know, whatever you're thinking, it's not going to happen, fool, kind of shit. And I was just like, yeah, 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 it's all good, fool. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Man, we stay away because I kind of, you know, I was like, damn, fool, you know. It's embarrassing, right, to get hit up like that. And then, obviously, what I want to do is fuck, right, so... And you just like kind of feel like, God damn, what do I do now, fool? You know, I got to see this guy again tomorrow. He's already made his, you know, whatever. The point is, like, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm not going to fuck anymore the way. At least not this weekend. You know, I really, I really like the chick. I got her number. At least not this weekend, fool. So the next night, as I think uh, Sunday, we're, I don't know if there was a Sunday show or not, but the point is, we made out. I, we did make out. There was a Sunday show because the next day was a little awkward, fool. So the next day was a little awkward and this and that, and but I still got her number, text for a little bit after that, and uh, the problem was that I was married at the time, and so I never followed up, of course, being married and she's in San Jose, and you know, but I never followed up with her dog, um, and what I'm trying to say is that I never really hook up with waitstaff. Well, I rarely ever hook up with waitstaff. Um, it's never really been my thing. I don't want to be known as that guy. You know, that is trying to hook up with, trying to fuck waitstaff or the creepy guy, you know, the guy who like, because you know, I've, I've seen headliners like that. I've seen, I've worked with comics who are those guys and they come off very creepy, fool, especially if the chick, if, especially when they strike out. Obviously, some, obviously, I've also seen them score like, damn, that's nice. That's a nice pool right there, homie. But most of the time. These chicks, I just feel like they're getting hit on all the time, every weekend, by bigger stars even, fool. You know, there's bigger celebrities that come through those doors. And who the fuck am I to be, like, hitting you up, fool, when you just had fucking Marlon Wayans here last week or fucking uh, Brendan Schaub or fucking so, so, Sebastian Maniscalco. Anyway, better good-looking, famouser guys, what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not saying that, you know, that's what they do, but just hotter guys. And... Um, and who am I? Like, who am I, dick, to be, like, shooting my shot like that, fool? Like, I don't know. And then when you actually talk to these chicks, they tell you. They tell you, like, yeah, 
they try, they try and get us back to the room. They try and do weird things. They try and grab my hands. They try and get a little too touchy or whatever. So and so, you know, so and so, and just like, yeah, I don't want people ca- calling me out like that. I don't want people talking about me like that. I don't, you know, I don't want people to be like, oh, Jerry was here last week and he was trying to get at me, and I was like, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want that. So I've always been. So I, with that said, I have hooked up with a couple of them. But only when it's obviously like she's down, 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 shit, shit, shit's going down for sure. Like it's like mutual. It's not like I'm going after them kind of stuff. Nah, dog. Um, I've just been always really worried about my name being tarnished in that way or somebody saying some shit and getting it, getting back to me, fool, you know? And um, so, yeah, I keep it cool, fool. I keep it cool. I, I see a lot of these fools go at it though, and I give them props. Well, I wish I was. Sometimes I wish I was that guy because there are some very pretty weight staff fool. There are some very pretty workers at a lot of these comedy clubs. It's pretty dog. I've I've been mesmerized by a couple of them like all weekend, just staring at her like, damn, that bitch is beautiful, kind of shit. But I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'll wait for a sign from her. Like I'll wait for a vibe, something that she says she's down. I'll keep looking for that, like just looking at her and trying to make her laugh or smile. But that's not, if I don't get no fucking energy back, then I'm saying, where they It has to come from her, dog. It has to come. Like, she has to, like, ask me to go f- have a drink with her afterwards or ask me what I'm doing after the show or ask me, like, if she wants to hang out with me. Like, it has to come from her, dog. It's the only way, fool. Like, and. That doesn't really happen, fool. These chicks don't, uh, they're not about that life, dog. They're not really about that life, fool. So, um, yeah. San Jose Improv, though. San Jose Improv, one of my favorite fucking clubs. And they used to put us in the Fairmont Hotel, which is also one of the nicest hotels any comedy club will put you in. You know, most comedy clubs put you in any nearby motel or hotel, Holiday Inn. Yes, I meant to do that. Um, and, but the, but the San Jose Improv so happens of a Fairmont, which is like a five-star hotel right across the street. And I, you know, they get a lot of big names that come there anyway. So they have like a relationship with that place. So that's where we stay, fool. So first weekend on the road, fool, opening for Jeff Garcia, which at the time he was hot, fool. He was selling out. Sick, fool. I mean, fucking sick, bro. Every show was sold out, fool. Um, <clears throat> then me staying at the Fairmont because that fool would get a suite himself. Beautiful, bomb-ass, huge suite. And I would have my own room, which is also very nice. Basic, but dope. So I was like, fuck, this is what the life is like. Then I have, Then I hook up with one chick one fucking chick one night like i think it was that sunday night the last night we were there and it was just like man this is what the road life is like man like goddamn fool like this is celebrity life fool i thought it was gonna be like this this rock star's life was gonna be you know like this all the time he making out with the wait staff hooking up with fucking fans you know phone numbers all this shit and getting free drinks and five-star hotels. Man, I thought that was going to be it for like, damn, this is how we live. I have a, I got a nice little paycheck. It was a small check. It was only like, I was going to pay like a hundred bucks a show. And we got, we did like five shows that weekend. So I literally had a $500 check, which is in shit, fool. Of course, not that way, but this is my first check, fool. And I was like, fucking what? $500 to do comedy? 
What the fuck? This is amazing. This is the greatest thing in the world, right? Not knowing that Jeff was taking home like $25,000 that weekend, fool. That's how much he was making that weekend. Fácil, güey. Yo, 500. Ese güey, they didn't give me that $1 more, fool. But now I look back and now I get it. He didn't have to, fool. The experience he was giving me was priceless, fool. But... I was a little upset because I was expecting like at least another 500 from him for like something, dog. Like, I don't know. I, I believe I drove. He paid for the gas, but I drove my car, fool. Like, come on, dick. Like, anyways, but I do look back and I'll say, yeah, but it's experience. Look at it. Look at it. Look at this. Ten years later, I'm still talking about it. I'm still talking about that shit. So, and and that helped me. Like, that get, helped me just get, like, ever since then, that San Jose Improv has been a very special place for me, dog, every time I go. And I made fans that weekend, fool. Like, it was, yeah, I get it now, fool. I get it. I, I get how it works, fool. Um, but it was a great time, fool. An amazing, you know, moment that I'll never forget. San Jose Improv, my first weekend first road gig and i'll be there tomorrow again one night only fool i'll be there wednesday night with mr chingo bling fool after that we're gonna go to yakima washington me and, and me and jesus Apoda will be there i got the info i'm sharing the flyers as we speak please check out my story please check out check out my ig my facebook i'm posting them and uh i'm getting feedback already i see some well, podcast listeners are gonna be there patreon listeners are gonna be there so Shout out to you motherfuckers and uh, let's have some beers. Let's have some fun. Let's fuck around in Yakima. I hear there's a lot of Latinos out there. So I'm looking forward to my first time in Yakima. At the Seasons, it's called the Seasons. So in Yakima, I may, I guess it's, uh, maybe it might be a hotel or something. So, anyways, we'll be there and I'm very excited for it. Right? I'm going to go check in on the Dodgers. All right. Hopefully, they're, they're well, it was 2 2 when I left them. Hopefully, they're not doing anything stupid. Um, the fucking Giants are winning 3-2. I think they already won. And uh, so this is this is getting ridiculous with these damn Giants, fool. They're just not slowing down, fool. And uh, fucking up, man, we that way because everybody says the same thing, fool. Like, even the Giants fans are like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, fool. But these fools are just being clutch, winning, winning, and winning, fool. And I, I, I don't get it, dog. I don't get I see, I watch their games sometimes, and they don't impress me, fool. Mediocre pitching. No name names, fool. Fool's batting fucking 280, 270. Well, I mean, that's pretty good average. But I'm saying, like, a bunch of no names overachieving. That can't keep up, you know? I don't know, dog. It's just fucking clutch motherfuckers after clutch motherfuckers. And I don't get that, fool. I don't, I don't, and the Dodgers fucking struggling against the Pittsburgh Pirates, dick. Like, at home. Like, get the fuck out of here, fool. Anyways, let's take a break. I got some other shit to talk about I wrote down. All right? Let's do this. Yo, my comedy album, It's Not My Weekend, is playing exclusively on Pandora right now. You can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app. You can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans with tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content. Check me out right there, bro. Just search my name. It'll pop up. Late. All right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. Break's over. Let's do this. Uh, still Tuesday night. 
And the Dodgers are up 4-2. to two. Giants won. Motherfuckers. So uh, we just got to keep trucking, I guess. I mean, we're doing our part. What I, I, I said, I said, the Dodgers, guys, just, they just got to get on a winning streak and do their part. We just got to win six, seven, eight, nine in a row, ten in a row if possible, fool, and hope the Giants lose, like, go four and six or something in the same ten-game span, right? That's, we're doing our part. We're winning, taking care of business. The Giants are not doing their part. So concerns me. Yes, very much. Concerns me, dog. But let's get away from sports, dog. This is not a sports podcast. I know, I know, I know you girls out there, some Mawitan, they get sad. Let's talk about some savage shit that I heard, man. My girl, Bundle of Britney. If you follow her on Instagram, she's an IG model, una morenita, chulada de vieja. I actually met her at the Laugh Factory. And uh, she thought it was super funny. We took a picture. We took a selfie. We she did. We even did a little quick video. It's on my highlights, even on my social, on my IG. That's how fucking I'm enamored. And enamored is that a word? By this girl, fool. Like she's. I think she's one of those beautiful, fucking sexy as savage as women out there, fool. She dates like rappers and NBA players, and uh, she. Copped herself an NBA player by the name of PJ Washington. Good looking dude, of course. And uh, yeah, I never bought it. I never bought the relationship uh, until she got pregnant. She actually got pregnant by this guy. And so I almost even, I think I, I, think I even unfollowed her for a while. Because once you get, I told you my rule, ladies. My rule is, if you're happily married or happily in a relationship, I'm not going to follow you, though. I'm not. I want to follow the single chicks who are living their best lives, putting up sexy-ass posts, sexy pictures. That's who I want to follow because that's what entertains me, right? I And there are some beautiful chicks out there, but they got dudes, you know, and I'm not going to follow that, dog. I'm not going to follow a girl that's in a relationship, fool, unless they're a close personal friend of mine. A person I know for a while, of course I'm going to follow them. Of course, they're friends. They're real fucking friends. But just because you're hot, if you're hot, I don't care if you're an IG model. I've, I've unfollowed plenty of them. If you're hot as fuck and you're posting pictures of your dude, it's it's a see you later, fool. Thank you. There's plenty of other IG fishes in the sea that I can follow. That are just living their best lives and just me like dreaming, imagining that I'm going to fucking hook up with her. All right. So that's my rule. All right. So if I don't follow you, it's because I think you're married. Like you have it in your little bio or something, right? You're married. All power to you. Good luck with that. Have You're blessed. You're fortunate. All that shit. But I can't follow that, doc. I just can't. All right. Anyways. When Bundle of Britney got pregnant and she started flexing on everybody that she's pregnant and showing off her dude and her stories were all about the dude playing basketball and dunking on fools and shit, which I get. I lost interest. I remember I unfollowed her for a while. But then I think she made like a fucking little viral. Another, she's been viral many times, but she got viral. She went viral again for some other shit. I forgot what. And I followed back again. All right. Because she was talking some shit or doing something. while well, she was pregnant something. She did something sexy or funny that, that caught my attention again. And I followed her. Like, she was on my on my uh, TikTok story or some shit. Anyways, I got back. 
All right, she got me. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll follow her again. And But I never believed, like, she was going to stay with this guy for a long time, fool. Like, she moved to New Orleans and everything, dog. So I was like, eh, whatever. Sure enough, this week it came out. I don't know if it's true or not because I know some of the shit could be fake. I haven't looked thoroughly into it. I haven't deep-dived into it. But apparently she's already divorced this dude. And she got this food for $200,000. $200,000 a month in child support for Damn. Damn, damn, damn. That's some powerful pussy, fool. Right? Oh, my goodness. Um, I hope that's not true. I hope there's no law that allows this type of situation. I've expressed this before on the American wannabes. You know, like, there's no way anyone, any baby's mama should be allowed, especially if you, well, she was married, I think. But if you're, especially if you're not married, but okay, she is married, so maybe, but still, even still, you should not be getting all $200,000 in child support, fool. It doesn't take $200,000 a month to raise a child, fool. There should be some law, something that a judge can go off of and say, okay, yeah, I get it. He's a millionaire. I get it. First of all, he's not even a superstar basketball player. He's an average basketball player on the come up. I don't think he's making that much money. Like, well, anyways, okay. Besides the fact, he is rich, all right? I don't know how much he makes. But at the end of the day, let's just stick to the facts here, dog. Let's just stick to the facts, fool. How much does it take to raise a child? Whatever that number is should be the amount that person gets, fool. Right? And, and it's not nowhere near $200,000 to raise a baby, fool. There's not that much baby formula in the world. All right? There's not many. You don't need that many diapers, fool. You don't. So you just got to, like, listen. I, I, I know I'm speaking out of line here. I don't know the laws and I don't know the rules and all that shit. But this is just me using logic. Is I get it. He's rich. He could provide more than the average father. Yes. Okay, maybe let's keep that in. Let's put that into consideration. Maybe, maybe that just... Multiplies a number by two or three, but not like fucking by 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like, the number should be anywhere around, I don't know, fool. I don't even know, dog. I know kids are expensive. Trust me, I have three of them, fool. But I'm not spending no $200,000 a month on any of my kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on, let's keep it just real here, dog. How much money does it take to raise a child? I go off my math, fool. I've got three kids, fool. I say I spend maybe mm, a thousand to fifteen hundred a month tops total. All three kids and, and food and clothing. Like again, I don't buy clothes every month. Obviously, I feed them every day. Um, but it's child support, which means like she also has to do her, her part. Like she's a parent also. I'm, and I'm and I'm highballing for a thousand to fifteen hundred. I'm I'm highballing fool. I'm just going off base that we're eating out every day, or I'm fucking killing at Costco fool. Just closing that bitch down. Like I know when I go to Costco, I'll drop like two hundred dollars, but that shit would drop last me for like a couple of months fool. At least a month, you know, two three hundred bucks will last me a couple of months of food, dog of perishables, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? 
yes, kids are expensive, dick. I get it, fool. But not $200,000 is what I'm trying to tell you, fool. So an NBA player, let's say, for example, it's $1,000 a month for a kid, right? Let's say, just to make a simple math, fool. An average person. Let's just say an average person spends $1,000 on a kid a month. You know, and we're just, you know, food, the necessities, you know, shoes, not Jordans, shoes, you know, diapers, um, the necessities, dick, right? Let's put a number of mil dollars, Now you're famous and you're rich and you're a millionaire. All right, let's multiply that number by three. So that person should be paying $3,000, maybe up to $4,000 because he's rich, because he's a millionaire, because he can do more for his child than the average chump, right? Like, come on, dick. Like, ponle que 5000 a month, for even that, fool. And that's just for the child, dick. Come on, fool. $200,000, fool. Why are we allowing this, fool? How is this happening, fool? I don't, I don't understand how this... What judge says, yes, that's a good number. Here you go. That's fucked up, fool. That's fucked up because... And I've talked about this in American Wannabes. Like, I think it's a thing somewhere already, but... Your child support money that you pay, it's literally called child support for your child to support your child, right? So every penny that you pay for child support should go literally for your child. So I like, let's say, for example, if, if we do give her $200,000 a month, right? I would want to see $200,000 worth of receipts. Uh, proof that she used every dollar for the child for the child you know what I mean because obviously she's not using $200,000 all on her child fool and that's where I have a problem whether you whether it's $200,000 or $1,000 for us chumps right even if it's, even if it's only $1,000 a month for a child I want to see $1,000 worth of receipts que le compro ¿Qué hizo con ese dinero? Where did it go? I want to see. We should have that right. We should have that right, fool. Like, she should... She, and I say she, because, you know, whatever. The person should be able to provide the taxes. Like, they, sh they should be audited at the end of the year. Like, hey, you're giving... Let's say a thousand times 12. You're giving $12,000 this last year in child support money. We want to see... $12,000 worth of receipts on your child of just perishables, food, clothing, school, all that shit. Yeah, fuck it. If you want to find loopholes, fine. Wi-Fi should count towards that. Okay, yeah, right. Like only the child uses Wi-Fi. Only a fucking three-month, like a six-month-old baby is going to need Wi-Fi. Come on. Uh, fine, your car note. Eesh, that's already a great line for me. But sure, the baby needs to get around, I guess. Right? If that's, but you don't need a fucking uh, uh, a Tesla, fool. Right? It's like, come on. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, ran I'm ranting here. I'm talking out of my ass a little bit. But I think most moms, most of you ladies out there, I mean, you get it, right? You get it. Like, yeah, it's funny. And I laugh too when... Girls come up on hardcore money from child support. 
Yeah. But at the, on the other side of the joke is also some seriousness, like we're like, okay, if you do come up on his money, I, I, if we're if we're laughing is because there's a, there's this is fucking unreal, All right? Anyway, she came up on two hundred thousand dollars a month off this food, dog, and I don't think that's fucking fair, fool. Like that's fucked up, fool. You know, um, yo, gracias a Dios, I have a, have a good deal with my baby's mamas. I've I've, I've told you guys many times. They do a lot for the children. I do a lot for the children. And we meet halfway, basically, fool. And we talk about uh, expenses. Uh, hey, man, I bought them shoes this time. Could you get them that time? Hey, dude, I'm sending you this money for this. Hey, can you help me out with that? Hey, I'm, you know, I, I got I to gotta be out of town this weekend. Could you help me with this? I'll send you some money. That's how we fucking roll, doc, because it's all about the kids, fool. You know, and so I don't know what to tell you, fool. I don't know what to tell you, dog. But that two hundred thousand dollars is ridiculous. It's unfair. It's fucked up. I don't give a fuck how rich you are, fool. I don't care how good, how well off you are. You've obviously worked hard and earned that money. If you are filthy fucking rich, see, you'll get it one day. I'm gonna be fucking rich because of what I do, because of all the hard work I've put in, and. uh you know, of course, I'm going to be able to do more for my children and give them more. But I don't need a fucking court of law or judge to tell me that I have to pay that much for or an excessive amount more of that. It's ridiculous, fool. It's fucked up situation. Kids get involved. Kids get dragged through this. Sometimes, you know, and let's be real, man. There's women out there who like use that money for for a lot of other things who do, that do not involve their kids at all, or or kids get to see a small, tiny percentage of that amount that they're given, and that's fucked up, fool. That's fucked up. And I'm talking about women because it usually it usually works that way, right? I don't think there's much many guys receiving child support. I'm sure there's a couple out there. I I want to know who you are and shake your hand, fool, because that's fucking dope as shit. But, um. See, güey, es, es un pinche madre, güey. It's the system. It's the system I'm talking about. That's fucked up, bro. You know, I would love to see $200,000 worth of receipts for that child. Fuck it. You know, quiero ver, güey. Quiero ver eso, güey. Cada mes, güey. No, 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 not one time payment. 200 times 12 months, whatever that is, fool. I want to see that shit. I want to see that. What that's about. So, uh, it, it, that really grinds my gears, <laughs> and uh, it's it's fucked up. Oh, it's I've, I've you know I'm I'm very fortunate to be, uh, to have the relationship that I have with my base mamas because, damn that chick Brittany and and let me tell you with all that said about Brittany, oh man, this she oh man she still does it for me, dog. She still does it, man. She's the hottest chick ever. For me, one of the hottest chicks ever. Beautiful girl. Um, but yeah, man. Ni modo, wey, eh? Ni modo. Fucking, there's a sucker born every day, fool. And I'm one of them, fool. I'm one of these fucking suckers, dog. All right. The other thing I saw, which I thought that was stupid. I was reading this on Yahoo. I don't know if you saw, if you saw this on Yahoo. Uh, a girl went viral because she got curved by her friend's 
uh, she didn't get invited to a party. Her friends deliberately scheduled a party, a birthday party, where she can't make it. All right. So somebody found out about this, made a video on TikTok, of course, went viral. He was, uh, he was like, if you have anyone who knows who this girl is, please let me know, blah, blah, blah. So she comes out of the woodworks, right? So she comes out, it was me, all right? So now she did a video. She goes viral because it was her. So now everybody's feeling sorry for her. And so she gets a bunch of follows and new friends, quote, unquote, following her and supporting her for being curved by her friends, her fucked up friends who did this to her, right? And it is a fucked up situation, okay? Pero me puse a pensar, güey. What kind of person is this that her friends are willing to go this far to schedule a party where she cannot attend? Yeah, they're fucked up friends, okay. But they would only do this to a person who is not a very good person. I mean, think about yourself right now, fool. Would your friends do that to you? If you're asking, if you're saying to yourself, no, it's because you're a good person and people want to be around you and you, people want to invite you to these places because you're a good-hearted individual. If you're asking, if you answer yourself, yeah, my friends will probably dicks like that and they probably would do that to me. Well, you got to check yourself. Then you got to check yourself. They don't want to invite you. There's a reason, dog. There's a fucking reason. And it's probably a problem that you have. That of, of you. So what I'm trying to say is that this girl became famous because everybody felt sorry for her. And she did like this whole thing where like she had 200 people come out to Grand Central Park and hang out with her. Right. To make up for that. Stupid. Right. Um, All these people who reaching out who want to be her friends because her other friends are fucking assholes. Well, let's also let's take, let's take a step back and think. Why would these assholes do this to her? Why? Why would all these other friends, a group of people, all agree not to invite her to this party? There has to be something up with this fucking toxic person. She has to be fucking toxic, fool. For that, to, for people to come together to agree not to invite her, fool. So let's ease up on that pobrecita shit. Pobrecita, they did this to her. To why would they do this to her? Why would someone do this to a person? Let's look into that. Let's look into that. You know, um, I don't know. I, I don't think my friends would ever like go out of their ways not to invite me somewhere, Don. It's stupid. You know, like, come on. If they, if they are doing that, it's because I'm a fucking asshole. That's what I'm trying to say. All right? So those are two things that really grind in my gears this week. Um, let me know what you think about that, fool. Bullshit, right? All right. I'm going to wrap this shit up, dog. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. San Jose Improv, I'll see you guys Wednesday, August 18th. Then Saturday and Sunday. I think, fr I think Friday I'm at the HaHa. -ha, I'm not sure. But Saturday and Sunday, I'll be in Yakima. I got flyers and shit already being shared. Please check that out. Uh, as far as other upcoming shows, uh, I do have uh, just the ones I could think of off the top of my head uh, that are worth mentioning. I will be in Arizona, Phoenix, stand-up live September 23rd. That's a Thursday night. Phoenix, I'm coming back, homie. I love Phoenix. You know that. You know why. 
I love Phoenix no matter what, regardless, fool. I'll be there Thursday, September 23rd with Jesus Apoveda and Fra Frankie Quinones, Creeper, bra. Yeah, we're doing a little show together, fool. And uh, we're just doing a little three-headliner show. See how that goes. And a uh, special guest host, Concrete. If you don't follow Concrete, we had him on our American Wannabes podcast. And, of course, he's fucking big on IG right now. Check him out. We're, we're coming together. We're just trying to join forces, little Avengers shit. And, uh, yeah, let's see what happens, fool. Uh, that'll be September 23rd, Phoenix, Arizona. I got shows before that as well around town. Uh, but that's the one that I'm really excited about and I can't wait. All right? Guys, I'm out of here. Y'all have a great fucking week, man. Enjoy yourselves. Let me know what's up. Hit me up, fool. Oh, hey, I want to give a happy... Oh, is that this week or next week? That's next week. Next week is Nicolas's birthday for August 26th. In fact, I'm going to be at the Long Beach Lab Factory that night. Long Beach Lab Factory, August 26th. That's also my son's Nicolas' seventh birthday, fool. So, um, yeah, that should be exciting. I'll let you guys know what's up. All right, I'm out of here. Have a great one. <laughs>